0: Welcome to Snares Book Prep Uncovered, the podcast where we talk with staff, pupils and parents to understand more about life at the school. I'm Simon, the host, but in each episode I'll be joined by Ralph Dalton, head teacher of the prep school, which means we'll be having a bit of a three-way conversation with a different guest each week. In this episode, we're joined by Rosie, head of EYFS at the school. But first of all, before we bring her on, Ralph, it's good to be with you. How are you doing here? I'm great,
1: Simon. Thank you very much.
0: Ralph, I just wonder whether you could give us a little bit of uh, an introduction to Rosie before she comes on. Just tell us a little bit about, you know, who she is, what she does here in the school, maybe how long she's been here for as well.
1: Yeah, so Rosie uh, has been with the school for quite a while. She uh, predates me and uh, she's the her official title. She's head of early years um, and she's on our senior leadership team uh, and it's sort of her role to oversee EYFS as a unit so children's transition from the sort of they, they, they arrive with a sort of three and a half mm-hmm. turning four all the way through to the end of EYFS which is when they're sort of ready for uh, nursery so they do reception age and then the year before they start year one at school so she oversees their journey.
0: Okay right well enough from us should we bring her on now? Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do it. Rosie, thank you for being here. How are you doing today?
2: Really good, thanks. Yeah, everything's good.
0: Excellent. Rosie, we've got just a, a few questions to ask you. We'd love to mm-hmm. sort of unpack a little bit about what life is like in EYFS. But mm-hmm. actually, just a very straightforward question for those who don't know. What does the EYFS even stand for?
2: Um, early years foundation stage. So in our school, we have two classes mm-hmm. in the early years foundation stage. We have the lower foundation stage and the upper foundation stage.
0: OK. And what sort of ages of children are involved in in both of those areas?
2: So in the um, lower foundation stage, um, the class is based around children who are turning four during the academic year. And then for the upper foundation stage, they're turning five. Upper foundation stage is called reception class in many schools.
1: Okay, right, got it. Simon, we changed it because when you said to somebody, oh, can you go to reception, they never knew whether to go to the office.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, I see. I see. Okay, Rosie, what kind of activities do the children do if they were, say, sat at their desk one day?
2: Uh, Well, the children have, they do have activities um, at their desk, so some settings for this age group might not actually um, have formal activities at their desk. We do mm-hmm. actually do that with our children, so they have play activities at their desk, but also they will have more, for- more formal learning activities at their desk. Mm-hmm. So um, they may be doing some early writing work, so some mm-hmm. phonic work, learning the letters and sounds, mm-hmm. um, and also um, they may be doing maths work or, or another subject.
0: And then if they're not at their desk, what might they be doing instead in the classroom?
2: The children will also be involved in play of different kinds. Um, So they may be, um, you may see them dressing up in in one corner. Um, They may be uh, building a model uh, with Lego on the carpet. Mm -hmm. Um, They may be painting a picture. Um, They may be... um, using the sand or water um, in the outdoor environment, all manner of things.
1: Often the pupils that come to our lower foundation stage are often ready for a little more, something a little more formal. Their knowledge is often um, ahead of their uh, sort of age, um, as are their sort of early numeracy skills. So um, yes, it, it just seems very natural to, to introduce a few more of those ideas earlier on.
0: So Rosie, what makes the children get most excited in a classroom on a typical day? Ignoring <laughs> things like school productions and things like that.
2: Um probably lunchtime. <laughs> um, um in all seriousness, the, lun- the the children do actually enjoy the lunches. Um mm. they will go down together. They have their lunchtime with the members of staff who they're with all the time, so it's 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 a nice environment for them. Um, mm. They feel secure, and um, we have an, an on-site chef who um, cooks fresh meals every day. Um, so they do genuinely enjoy their lunch, mm. uh, their lunch time. I think um, probably the most noise that we will hear from the children is when they're playing together outside
1: i think that's a really interesting point the friendships are a real a re- a really important to these children and i, I love it in the morning mm. you know, you've got to imagine these children are tiny they're three and a half four years old and actually mm. waits watching them wait for their friends if they spot them coming down the road they'll wait for them at the school gate and then they'll walk <laughs> in together and i think that's that sense of learning together, or playing together, and then learning together, and sort of collaborating, is actually one of the key things you are trying to create in a, well, throughout the whole school, but, you know, especially Mm. in in the early years, you're trying to get them off to that, to to a really positive experience of a a school setting.
2: One of the things that I really enjoy hearing about from the older children, um, is their memories of being um, in the early years, and the the friendships that are formed right from the beginning Mm. and they still remember um different events um but i think most importantly they do remember those friendships they do remember the fun that they had together um in the early years and yes you know learning does become a little bit more formal as they go through the school but they always remember fondly those beginnings
0: so one of the words that popped up there was collaboration is that something that the children naturally do in class or is that something where the teachers tend to get involved to encourage them to work together on things
1: certainly in a lockdown or when we when the early years were in trying to keep them apart was impossible so i think it's something <laughs> they naturally do don't you think rosie
2: absolutely absolutely um no it's really lovely to see and um i think that you know sometimes different children have different skills and mm. sometimes we will need to give children the words that they need to use to communicate effectively with one another. And that's all part of learning and growing. And, um, so sometimes they do need a little helping hand mm-hmm. um, to get along with each other. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they certainly, I, I, agree with, um, Ralph, they certainly do enjoy, um, enjoy being together.
1: I mean, also, sometimes this is the first time for some of them that they will have been in a setting with other children. So, you know, you can't sort of take it for granted that they know naturally how to take turns and and to get along. So and that really does underpin everything else as you go through the school.
2: I mean, we've just come out of a, a time of lockdown Um, from COVID. And one of the greatest joys has been seeing the children playing together Mm. and um, the rekindling of friendships, the making of new friendships for the children who are new into lower foundation stage. Of course, yeah. Um, You know, I can see children from my window um, at the moment who are are brand new to the school. You know, Mm. they've only been in a few weeks. They're already laughing and running Mm. along with their friends. And they haven't had that, some of the children, for hmm. a year and it's it's a real privilege to be able to see that and just to see the enjoyment on their faces.
0: Tell me a little bit more about what you can see out of that window. What is it they're doing out there right now? Well, it's all sorts
1: of imaginative games. They're moving in ways that you think, I've no idea what that is, but it's something. It could be a horse, it could be a dinosaur, <laughs> it could be a dinosaur taking somebody to jail. I've often... I've often seen that. We have some aeroplanes out there. Usually you get some leaf picking up. There's some often interest in leaves. Basically, there's just a lot of smiling, Simon. <laughs> a
2: lot of noise, a lot of smiling, a lot of running, um, <laughs> a lot of joy, a lot of chatting.
0: Bit of hopscotch. Bit of hopscotch.
2: Bit of hopscotch. Um, but
1: maybe not too formally. I'm not sure they know what the rules are.
0: That's all right. I'm still smiling at the idea of merging dinosaurs and jails. I'm not, not quite sure where that came from.
1: That's the brilliance of EYFS. It's just all <laughs> pure creativity. There are no, There's no known bound,
0: boundaries. Mm. Rosie, give me an idea of how a typical school day might look within the wonderful world of EYFS.
2: It's a very busy day. The children come in in the morning, smiling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um we encourage them to be independent right from the start so mm-hmm. um as they're walking in hopefully they're thinking about right I need to take my coat off now we're starting with those um those independent skills right from the beginning they need to take mm-hmm. their coats off
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: put their belongings away put their bags away and um then immediately the children will be um invited to uh by the teacher who's greeting them to be involved in a variety of activities on offer. We're really fortunate because we have uh, specialist teachers who also come into the classroom. So as well as the staff who are with the children all of the time and know them really well, we also have additional teachers who will come in and spend time with the children um, teaching them specific skills. So the children have a French class every week. They also have, we also have a specialist PE teacher who will come in and We'll work with the children twice a week at least uh at the moment um it's twice a week we also have a specialist it teacher and uh she will teach the children the beginnings of using technology in different ways
1: i think that's one of the things that i love seeing the most is when you um you see like it being taught with the little the b-bots they're called they're little robots and they're so it, yeah. it, they're programmable so it's the idea is you know sort of one one step forward, turn 90 degrees, two steps forward, turn, you know, 90 degrees. They love doing that. Or I think the other thing Mrs. Barber's introduced is the uh, sort of remote control cars, because that's something mm-hmm. to us in our generation, everybody, you know, everybody would have had a remote control car, but less so these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really, they've really enjoyed using those. But we're very lucky with our, with our specialists. And I think, again, particularly with that gross motor development, having those PE sessions having the gym equipment certainly that year before formal education starts there are a lot of settings that don't have um, access to those skills Mm. and those resources so that's Mm. definitely a a strength.
0: Rosie the children came back recently after a long time of not being at school how did that feel for you seeing life back in the school again?
2: It was one of the most enjoyable times of my teaching career, Mm. Um, just to see the children engaging with one another, just so happy to be back in school.
1: I think, you know, that whole whole period, Simon, of coming back, even prior to that, not being in school, I don't know about others, but it took me by surprise how important children found school, because I think Mm. for years it was oh got to go to school you know you know oh why do we have to go to school and mm-hmm. I, you know every you know you'd say to children all the time that you're lucky to have school there are some children in the world who don't get to go to school it's a privilege it's certainly a privilege to come to a school like ours um, mm-hmm. but I don't think any of them believed it and I'm not sure any of us really believed it you know no. of, <laughs> it, it was you know we logically knew that it's mm. it's beneficial but that whole period of lockdown emotionally brought home just mm. how important that relationship between a pupil and a teacher is. So many times in that first period where mm-hmm. we were setting work remotely, um, parents would say to us, yes, but they don't do it for us. They they, they only do it for you. They want to show you. And mm. I think that's, again, something that, you know, you you, you hear... Had heard for you know 10 15 years but it really turned out to be true as soon mm. as we switched on the cameras as soon as we engaged them um as soon as they had to come back and show us their work things really seemed to change i don't know because rosie you were doing a lot of sort of online sessions with children weren't you
2: what was really lovely was the children had um so they walked in um ralph had organized some balloons to go across the entrance and um it was it was just a, a celebration um, of being back together as a school community. I think it was a celebration for the parents um, <laughs> that they had um, they had reached this moment. But I think a celebration of of a normal life and mm. normal life for the children. And so the children came through with big smiling faces on the first Aww. day. We weren't yes. sure how they were going to be, um, for, you know, they've been at home for such a long time. We weren't sure how they were going to be feeling. And we just saw all these lovely smiley faces. Yeah. And it was, it was a special moment, but it, I mean, it wasn't only that moment, you know, as soon as they were involved in um, their lessons, as soon as you saw them on the playground, it was, there were just smiles all the way around. And, I think it just shows as well how uh, that the children are happy here, how valued they feel, how how they feel that this is sort of um, not their home, obviously, but an extension of home, somewhere where they feel um, comfortable to be, somewhere where they're, where they're excited to be, where they're excited to see their friends, where they can learn in a sort of like an exciting way. And um, I think sometimes we have... Um, in our minds this idea that that sort of very sort of Victorian um, way of learning where school isn't a joyful place but actually I think that you know just having experienced um, everything that we have recently it just shows how important school is for children that it isn't this sort of place where they have to go it is a place where they can find real enjoyment and real um i suppose they, they they meet challenges even for the little ones coming in you know it's a challenge for them They it's not something easy that they're doing but it's something that they feel that they're that it's an area where they feel that they're succeeding that they're um because they're meeting those challenges you know whether it's for the child who is first starting and the challenge is where, where do, you know, where are the toilets? Where do I go to the toilets? Am I gonna be able to manage this without my parents? Um, or, you know, am I going to be able to eat? It's where they can face those challenges, those very early challenges and actually feel like they're succeeding. We've, staff members will encourage children to face those challenges um, and face them knowing that they're, not, that they're not alone, that they're going to, um, they're going to have support
1: I think when children know they can take that risk, they can put themselves out there, that's when they are willing to give it a go. And that's why they come in smiling, because they know it's a, an emotionally safe place to take those intellectual risks, I guess.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's for the children. Um, you know, this is this is it's an alien environment when they first start. And um, it's like any of us going into a different environment. We may have things that we're not sure about. But for them to know that there are people around them who are, um, who are supporting them, who are going to be encouraging them, who are valuing them, who are valuing their contributions and who, you know, who are going to um, even encourage them when they make mistakes. Hmm. You know, we all make mistakes, but actually that's how we learn. And I think that...
1: Even encourage them, I think to make mistakes
2: yeah exactly yeah
1: <laughs> I think that's one of the key things we're trying to get them to do is to say that you're not going to you're not going to get better by being perfect if you're perfect you can already do it you get you get better by by making mistakes I mean I have to say it just amazes me just how watching them grow both physically as they move across this forecourt in the morning I say hello to them mm-hmm. but just within for some of them it's days they grow in this confidence right I'm gonna take my bag and I'm gonna move in I mean this bag is two-thirds the size of them I think you know it looks huge with them and they just they just take to it so comfortably and you know there's always a point in the year it's about now or maybe just the start of the summer where you suddenly look back at what they were you know what they were writing the marks they were because they're not really more mark making for most of them at the beginning of the year and you look at it now and you think wow you know that's it's, it's just a, it, i mean i think you know it's a privilege just to to, to be able to share those moments it really is
2: it is absolutely a privilege I, I think that one of the things that i love one of the things that i love about teaching is you you know the children it is seeing that progression is seeing how they grow in all, in all areas and um i think you can never believe, at the beginning of a year each child each teacher will take their uh, you know the children who they have in their class, and you sort of, you know, you look at their skills, you look at where they are, and you know in your head that by the end of the year, you know where they you want them to be, and you know that they're going to, that they're going to make it. I think, but every year it's a surprise. It's a, and I say surprise because it is it's it's so pleasant, it's so lovely, it's so enjoyable to watch them actually, actually develop and grow and actually um you know you you almost sort of you look back and you you can't believe that they where they've come from I always think that it's it's sort of around the beginning uh, around the middle of of the year where you really begin to see them take off so um the first term they're sort of settling whichever class they're in they're sort of settling into that new year group and then um sort of by the middle of that year you really start to see them get to grips with the challenges that 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 year group faces and the end is in sight you can see that it's only a few months away now but it's a really exciting time because they've got their confidence they've got they've got they've got all the sort of foundations in place and they're just taking off and I think it's that You know, it's so exciting and it's different every year and it's different with every child. You know, every child learns in a slightly different way and every child um, has different skills. But it's just exciting. It's just it's just it's just a real joy to see.
0: Rosie, it's it's lovely hearing you talk. It really is. I've got a couple of questions I'd love to find out just a little bit more about you. So can you tell me what your favourite or one of your favourite films might be of all time?
2: Oh, that's a really easy one, Simon. Um, Mary Poppins, the original.
0: The original.
2: Julie Andrews, yes.
0: (laughs) And what would you say is one of your music guilty pleasures?
2: Probably ABBA.
0: (laughs) Okay, we can go with ABBA. I I listen to ABBA a lot, so that's one of my guilty pleasures too in that case. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's fun. If you had to choose between winter ski holidays or summer beach holidays, what would you go for?
2: Absolute summer beach
0: summer beach holidays mm-hmm. ice cream vanilla or chocolate you can only choose one.
2: Oh, that's a difficult one um probably chocolate
0: and one last question um obviously the lockdowns of 2020 and 2021 mm-hmm. brought some bad news but tell me one good thing that you experienced in 2020 and 21
2: hmm. i think time with my family i think time with um time with my own children um my husband and my own children
0: awesome rosie you've been a superstar here you really have thank you so much for coming on it's been great talking to you
2: you're welcome lovely to talk
0: and then rosie heads back to eyfs ralph wasn't she clearly talking from the heart there
1: Absolutely, actually it made me smile when she said her favourite film was Mary Poppins mm. because when I first arrived, well I say first arrived in the first couple of months mm-hmm. I think that was um, my almost my nickname for her, she was our, she was Snaresbrook <laughs> Mary Poppins because she was just all heart but about mm. the child, you know I, I, I don't really know Mary Poppins as a film very well but yes it just seemed to be a character that resonated to her positivity You know never a day goes by where she's not smiling and just all heart I think Uh, yeah
0: it's great isn't it you know some people are built in a way where they naturally smile that's their default state and I always think when when you when you find people like that the perfect place for them to work the perfect job for them to have surely is a EYFS
1: yeah I you know absolutely um also I'm just, i just I often will say I'm trying to channel my inner Rosie because <laughs> you know, I can't have a bit of a half glass empty approach and everything's got to be better and trying to improve everything all the time. No, absolutely having that positivity around as a member of staff is fantastic and I think also, you know, the children the children pick up on it and actually Rosie's like you know, like I, that is our our staff. Mm. You know, people are very positive and, and that's and I think that maybe is why I mean the number of times rosie said about children smiling you know it's so true and, and almost this last year mm-hmm. they they seem to be smiling more when they come in i don't know if that's true mm. <laughs> i haven't got any empirical data for it but i stand there and i sort of say you know morning and they they smile at me and those that were slightly shy uh, yeah. or very shy to start with um mm. you know now smile back at me mm. and those that were smiling now say hello so yeah no it's uh it is that positivity that just rubs off
0: ralph we need to bring this to a close in a minute but if um if any parents of very young children have been listening maybe maybe parents who don't even have any contact with the school at all if they wanted to get in touch what's the best way that they should do that
1: yeah they uh so the school website um snaresbrookprep.org um Mm -hmm. is a great place to find our contact details um And then I'd be more than happy to show anybody around as soon as we're allowed. um, We're just sort of waiting for the guidance to change, but hopefully by June the 21st, um, Mm -hmm. we'll definitely know we're supposed to all be back to normal, aren't we? If the roadmap is, if we're on the roadmap, who knows? Mm -hmm. But yeah, so if they get in contact via the website, give us a ring, they search for Google, um, the number comes up, and Mm -hmm. um, we'll be delighted to show people around.
0: Okay. And we've got future episodes coming, so if you're listening to this and you haven't subscribed yet or followed, then please make sure that you do that simply because then you'll get a notification when the next episode is released. But we'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode, so bye for now. Ralph? Is that where I say goodbye? That's where you say goodbye, yeah. (laughs) Goodbye for now. (laughs) Bye for now. (laughs) Bye-bye.